What is going on? You already know it's your boy, Mikey, man. How are we doing today? You know what? Today, I got to say is I had to do this this episode because I was no, I wasn't even there ready to start doing my, my podcasting again. You know, I'm getting new equipment, setting it up. You know, things went crazy towards the end of the basketball season, so I shut it down. I said, you know, I started listening to some of the episodes. I said, you know what? I want quality over quantity. So I figured, you know, I'd be back for April. That didn't really work out. You know, I said, you know what? I ended up moving, building a studio, worked something out with a local uh, youth football program. Uh, I'm going to use their facility. That's going to be my new studio. You know, so, I mean, things are going to be lit, but, you know, the last couple of days, you know, I've been hearing things, I've been hearing things, and, like, how can I like what I'm hearing? I mean, last night, school committees were meeting probably all over the state. I was at the Westerly School Committee. They voted to, um, you know, Dwayne Miranda had one of his assistance coaches um, you know, there was an open forum, so, you know, he proposed, you know, asking the school committee for funds for a feasibility study, you know, to study fundraising for, uh, for a turf at Salaguri, uh, field. You know, so the committee get, gets underway, um, one of his assistant coaches, um, Andy got up to speak first, you know, and he read from a letter that was prepared by Coach Miranda. Uh, Coach Miranda couldn't be there because he's trying to pick up his shifts at the fire station, you know, because he's trying to balance his job and his team, you know. But in that letter, you know, Coach Miranda, I mean, I know this guy could probably go get a job at UConn tomorrow if he wants to. You know, very good football coach, cares about the kids, cares about the city, considers, I mean, I heard this from college coaches that know Coach Miranda and said, this man could probably go anywhere he wants and work. His resume is like that. But no, Coach Miranda says Westerly is a dream job. And he's trying to do what it takes to build a good football and sports program. You know, along with with Ed Hack, with, Ed Hack, um, with the athletic director, Jamie V., you know, a lot of people are trying to come together as a whole. Um, you know, even Mr. Gorman, who's new to town, he moved his family here from the Midwest. I think it was Oklahoma somewhere, you know, brought his two kids with him. You know, and he came to Westerly because the tradition of sports, the tradition of family, the tradition of community. You know, so Mr. Gorman got up there. And he was saying, you know what? I am, like, actually disappointed, you know, at the conditions of the field. We got a beautiful school, a beautiful community, beautiful stands. And then we have that, what the kids are playing football on. Thanksgiving Day game was horrible. The kids had to play the football game in their sneakers, which I'm sure are not approved. Uh, an approved part of a uniform because the field could not the cleats and the field it was like you know running on an ice skate with cleats on I mean in a in an ice rink you know so 
The conditions at that field are horrible. But then you have the naysayers. You have Gina Fuller. Or Gina Marie. You know, she's a former school committee member. Um, you have the newly elected school committee uh, member, um, Mary Adams. Who, during the election, said, oh yeah, I'm all for field turf. I'm for talking about it. I believe she came in a WBLQ one day, and that was one of the questions that I asked her when I was on the panel. How do you feel? You know, so, so the coach uh, reads Coach Miranda's statement. Mr. Gorman gets up and speaks. So now, you know, and it was a packed house. I mean, it was a pretty busy place. Um, not because of the feasibility study. It was a busy place because... You know what, Westerly, for probably the first time ever, or the first time in a long time, six state championships, which we are going to get to that also. So congratulations, you know, to all the teams that won state championships, you know, so, and that ties into this because we are building a big program here. Tennis, doing well. Track, three-timer. Yeah, I mean, state champs, three years in a row. Lacrosse goes from not even having a prayer last year. Not even, I don't know, if they won one game, they were lucky. To coming out this year and running the tables. Putting up football scores. That is a multi-purpose field. Which means multiple teams use that field. That field is dangerous. Look, take it for yourself. Go walk that field. There's divots and holes all over that field. And we put on such a... People fill them stands. We put on such a good show. You know, you get the snack bar rolling. You're coming down Franklin Street or Granite Street. You can see the scoreboard. It's beautiful. A parent from Mount Pleasant High School told me last year. I thought this field would be would be beautiful. I mean, you guys have a great reputation. Well, we don't. We like playing on horrible fabrics. Saliger, he said the same thing during the Thanksgiving Day game. And the reporter from the day printed an article about it uh, the day after Thanksgiving. He covered the game. You know, he said it was it was horrible that the kids are playing on the surface that they're playing on. So the committee's voting, and uh, Miss Brody, you know, starts off asking for the vote, and um, you know, it's going yes, 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 and then um, Mary Adams, you know, says, you know, yeah, it went up for vote in front of in front of the voters, and they didn't want it. So we're just going behind their backs, and we're backdooring them, like. No, we're not. We're to the point where it, where it's dangerous and something has to be done now. We can't wait for another election. We, we just can't. And I think even when it does come to another election, it's going to pass overwhelmingly. I think South Kingston passed his 75% in favor of when it went up for a ref, referendum. Westerly residents were just uneducated. They didn't know enough about field turf. 
everybody I talk to, professionals that play and work on fields all day, coaches of universities, and not just any universities, universities in the top 10% of universities. And they said it's much safer, less injuries on field turf. And it's a good money maker. And right now, teams, communities could use all the money they could get. So then they 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 redo the boat. It goes back again. And now Miss Christine Cook or Christina Cook or Caswell Cook's wife, which Caswell tells me that he was in favor of the football field last time. So she has some issues about the amount of money that was set aside for the feasibility study, which was like $12,000. But, you know, her questions were valid. And, you know, she said, well, this not, this won't necessarily cost $12,000, will it? And it was much clearer, you know, that no, it won't. It, it's just reserved up to $12,000. There's just a cap on the study itself. Um, Ed Hack brought somebody... Um, that actually helped Narragansett uh, do their feasibility study. And all a feasibility study is is say that if the community can handle raising funds for this field. You know, if, if, the, city's a t- if the town is not going to help with the field, let us figure a way out to get the money to put a field in. A few months ago, I had a connection down in Providence and um, it was through the resource recovery uh, agency that I could have got a free field. Wouldn't cost anything but the installation and restriping it maybe. You know, the field came from a Providence school, like uh, Meeting Street School. They, they replaced their field. You know, it, we're all set. You know, so I mean, they could have had a free field they didn't want it. But the field needs to be replaced. Know. But I guess we should be lucky in Westerly that, you know, they gave us money for uh, the feasibility study. And you got other towns that are just really having a conversation to cut high school sports. Like, are you serious? You want to cut high school sports? Coventry, you know, proposed cutting high school sports. Had a lot of people nervous, you know. But they, they thought better of it. Other towns too, Woonsocket have been through it, North Smithfield been through it, you know. But now Warwick, Rhode Island, a big city. I mean, Exeter West Greenwich came out their pockets this year because they want a nice football program. Coach Cliff Fortin, which he'll be on here talking about this situation, you know, he's doing everything he can to build a good program there. We need these sports programs for these kids. These are their dreams. Let's face it, kids ain't coming to school for your English class, your math class. They're just not, unless they're forced to. They're coming to school for the other activities that get them into college. We don't all have money to send our kids to college with just educational funds. Some of us need these extra grants. Some of us want to see our kids doing well. You know, with over 900 kids in the Westerly school system, I think over 400 kids participate 
in sports or whether it's band or whether it's dance or, you know, the activities that, that funds these programs. And there's schools that want to take that all away. I mean, is that even right? We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. I appreciate you listening. We really need to talk about this, but we'll be right back after a quick break. Um, you know, but this is just horrible. You want to come on and talk about it? Let me know. Call me up. You can come on. No problem at all. It's your boy, Mikey. Can we keep it real? And you know what? We're not keeping it real to any of these kids. We're not staying authentic to them, and we're not being 100. Well, what's going on? We back, you know, playing sports. I think it should be every kid's right. I mean, for a town as big as Warwick to, to cut sports, I think it's it's horrible. I mean, that's what these kids, their dream is, you know, and this sports program is going to do more harm cutting it than good. I mean, and especially in this day of age when everybody's buried in their cell phones and, you know, kids are playing video games or worry about doing a Fortnite dance or, or doing this or or just getting into trouble, they have sports to turn to. Some families can't even begin to afford to send their kids to college. So kids need that sports grant. They need that education grant. You know, you're you're killing some of these kids' dreams. I mean, how could this even be happening? I mean, Warwick is a pretty big town. I mean, the school committee approved the amended the version of a proposed budget cut and they're also calling it a cut list which unfortunately it cuts the sports programs and many other things also which you know when I find out more we will get into that I mean students were actually lining up to speak honestly I think a peaceful protest should be in order here I think what's better show unity across the state Every town should have a peaceful protest to support Warwick. Support Warwick. Support Warwick. We need to support sports programs. We need not cut these programs. These programs is just as important as your math class that nobody cares about. Your English class that these kids don't learn English. These sports programs are just as important as that. Band programs, band, dance. These are all ways these kids could earn scholarships to get into, whether you want to call them scholarships, grants, however, you know, the NCAA, you know, sets the standards today. But, yeah, this is this is just horrible. This is heartbreaking. You know, um... I mean, really, how come we don't really see any cuts for the administration? You go in these schools, how many principals do they have? How many vice principals? How many deans? And I'm sure they're nice people, and I'm sure they do a great job. But where's them cuts? Where's the cuts in the superintendent's office? Right? How does a principal get to walk around with Armani suits? I mean, really, what are we going to do about this? Tommy Mezzanotti. You're going to stand up? 
You're going to help you. Like, what are we going to do about this? Is it time to start thinking about private funding for public school sports programs? Is it time to start thinking about, you know, football programs? You know what you do? Start your own booster club. Go do your own fundraising. That's what you do. You have your own entity. But I think this is just horrible. You know, and I'm not going to get into it if this is what the Democrats want, if this is what the Republicans want. No one asked the students. But I think if the students all got in line and marched their butts down the town hall peacefully, a peaceful protest, I think that is in order. I mean, in no way am I trying to create any kind of ruckus. But come on, people. You all complain about Bishop Hendrickin. Bishop Hendrickin this. Bishop Hendrickin that. Bishop Hendrickin does this. Bishop Hendrickin does that. Well, do what Bishop Hendrickin does. Spend some money. Don't be penny-wise, dollar-foolish. Wake up, people. You vote these people in. The election is a popularity contest. What we really need is people with real-life problems on school committees. Real-life problems on town, town councils. You don't need lawyers and doctors and just people that, are, that know more people. Or they have a vowel on their last name. You know, or they make great soupy. No. You need regular people that bench you to struggle. Seriously. You know, but your fun studies for how many coyotes are in the damn woods, right? But you won't help these kids. Yo, this is actually heartbreaking. Like, I really got a lump in my chest and my throat like... You're taking away these kids' dreams. Some of these kids have no no chance. And I can only see the dropout rate in Warwick. Oh my God, that's got a bing. You know why they call it bing? Because it makes your mind bingy. Like people, I mean, I'm going through the internet and I'm seeing things here. It's time we wake up. It's just BS, BS, BS. Yeah, I mean, as I look through the Twitter page, you know, looking around Warwick, you know, George Rodriguez says, I hope you realize the mayor of Warwick is no longer a Republican but a Democrat. The one that used to be the mayor is with the Ripter. At the moment, he would have never cut sports. Another one says, uh, Warwick be ready. For low graduation acceptance rates. Yep, exactly. Um, another comment from Alex Gibb. Terrible. Really disappointed with this decision. Solomon has done quite a few things while in office, so I'm really troubled by this. We need an explanation, and we need this to be fixed as soon as possible. You know, so, you know, I actually know the Solomon family. And um, the mayor, Solomon, is is, uh, is a relative. But, um, you know, it's a very nice family. You know, the Solomons come from Providence, Rhode Island, Manton Ave area. Um, they ran a liquor store, a drugstore liquor store. Um, Anthony Solomon was general treasurer in Rhode Island. So they got a decent-sized family, you know. But um, 
Warwick, man. What the hell are we doing, man? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't, I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, you know, we approve all these other things. I mean, and I mean, this state is great at taking bonds, but they're horrible at maintenance. I mean, so, you know, you spend money here, you spend money there. You want to build a brand new school that'll house, what, two grades, three grades? Yeah, let's, 70 million's fine. Yeah. Why not 100 million? Why stop at 70? I mean, really. Coach Blake said the school committee has officially cut sports from their budget. If you know someone interested in helping fund the Pilgrim football team for the 2019 season, please reach out. So again, anybody want to donate, you know, um, you know, start a GoFundMe page for Pilgrim High School, um, you know, Coach Blake, you know, I invited him on the show. We'll see if he wants to come on and, and talk about it. He was a guest in the past. Um, real nice guy. I mean, really, so, I mean, what are we going to do about this? I mean, are we going to help these kids? Is Maybe Gino Raimondo should stand up, you know, and uh, help some of these kids out. I mean, there were students testifying last night in front of the school committee. Um, Gianna Sorella's sister, Cassie, and she was actually one of the many students that had tears in their eyes testifying in front of the Warwick School Committee after it voted to cut funding for sports. I mean, people were just, they were very upset over this decision. I mean, it is unreal. I mean, you know, you want to just cut sports from the entire city of Warwick. I mean, some people were just like, well, and that came from Will Blackman, who made it to the NFL. He played for Hendrick in high school. But yeah, this is, you know, this just, this just gives me the shivers, you know? I mean, they're using these kids as pawns, punishing the kids because adults can't balance a budget. So let's punish the kids. I mean, is this the ultimate scare tactic, really? That several Rhode Island communities, you know, they resulted to this in, in the past. They've done this. But sometimes at the end of the day, high school sports never end up on the chopping block. They did this time. And I know some people like uh, Brandon McGrath um, will talk about, you know, if you look at North, um, North Smithfield, Woonsocket, West Warwick and Cranston, you know, they all did it, but they decided better against it. You know, uh, like I talked about, Coventry did it, and they were going to come back and pick and choose what sports to go with, but, you know, rumor has it that if they did that, they would have had lawsuits, but they figured a way to make it work. Um, I think the Warwick School Committee has to come back at this, have another vote. You know, I, I think the public pressure, I, I think, you know, if the public really stands up and backs Warwick, not only Warwick, Rhode Island residents, because listen, listen to me, listen to me. If they could do this in a city like Warwick, they could do it in your town, Exeter, West Greenwich, Westerly, Johnston, Smithfield, Burrowville. Where does it stop? Let's all get together, do what it takes, you know, to help these kids out, you know? What do you need done? 
You know, my platform is open and available to you. Who wants to come on and talk about this? You know, and, and I know this isn't happening here. It's happening everywhere. But you got to spend money, man. This is like you lack spending money where it makes money. You know, if it makes money, it makes sense. You ever hear of that? Like, I don't know. Maybe you need to let some people from the streets come run your school departments. Yeah, I mean, maybe you need some people that know how to hustle and handle business and, you know, because you obviously cannot do it. It's easy to budget money, right? When it's someone else's money, it ain't yours. You know, so let's pay for this, let's pay for that, let's pay for this. All the stupid things that you allocate money for. And then what do you want to do? You want to cut sports. Sports is my only kid's chance to go to college. I'll be honest with you. I don't got to pop the piss in or window or throw it out of. My child's only chance on going to college is through sports and educational grants. Other than that, he's going to have to pick up a hammer and a belt and work his ass off and be like his father at 40-something years old, broken. Have to result doing podcasts now to earn a living. Which it's great doing the podcast. But what are we going to do? We really need to do much more to help these kids, man. We'll be back with more. We're going to talk about this today. Going into last night's school committee meeting in Warwick, I bet a lot of people thought, you know, it was just going to be politics. I mean, I heard a couple weeks ago that, you know, Warwick was really considering, I mean, doing this. But they did it. They cut the city's athletic and after-school programs to help the city balance its budget, you know, effective immediately, not even next season. I mean, did everyone think it was going to happen? Probably not. But what are they going to do about it? The athletic supervisor, Scott Baia, at Pilgrim High School, who also coaches the cross-country and girls basketball teams. I mean, they see it now, so now they believe it. I don't think any of them were prepared to hear them say that they weren't going to have sports next season. I mean, a junior, a junior-to-be, Miss Ella, who was at the meeting, said it was jaw-dropping. A statement from the Warwick superintendent, Philip Thornton, wrote, these are very difficult cuts including textbooks, teacher assistants, sports and clubs come after having closed schools and having reduced staff in previous budget years. You could tell he's not a sports fan. Warwick schools are at a crossroads. It's your own fault. More funding is needed for education in the city of Warwick. Well, if you don't have these programs, you're not going to have many students to educate because they're not coming to school for your English and your math class, Mr. Thornton. According to Bayer, the school needs $1.4 million to fully fund the athletic department. When the idea of cutting sports was initially brought up, it caused immediate reaction from student athletes, parents, and coaches. I mean, more than 100 people 
showed up to Warwick City Hall to protest potential cuts. I think they just, they probably know that sports will get people listening, man. You're going to cut sports, people's ears pop up. I mean, the kids, people are getting phone calls left and right. The news of the cuts, really, they say they traveled quickly. And really, I found out about it really fast. So, I mean, but a lot of people didn't think it was going to happen. Tollgate's football coach, Mr. Stringfellow, you know, I mean, he said pretty much what it is. It's a ploy to get more money from the city. It stinks, but they're using them as a tool. They're using them as pawns. But after tonight, you really feel sick about this, said Blake Simpson, Pilgrim's football coach. It sucks. But me as a coach, I ain't going to stop. The school department is not going to fund us. But we're going to try to fund ourselves. I mean, how can you just be a coach and roll over, Coach Blake said. When they're not going to fund you, you got to fund yourself. Well, there was off-season workouts planned for Wednesday morning. And both said they were going to forward until they were told... Not to. Athletes are feeling the same way. So it looks like Coach Blake and, you know, they're going to be out there practicing this morning um, until they say, you can't do this. They said they're playing football no matter what, said one senior at Pilgrim. They went to the Super Bowl last year and they want to go back this year. I mean, so no matter what, they want to play. Some people think it's a bluff, but are you willing to take that chance? But right now, Pilgrim High School is looking for private funding for their football team this year. I mean, it is a horrible way to do it, and it does make the city look tarnished. It really does, but maybe they could change their mind in a a couple weeks. I mean, but a lot of people are brokenhearted about this, and, um, you know, thanks to the Providence Journal... You know, for uh, for some of this information here, but um, I didn't think it was gonna happen either. But yep, it looks like Warwick School Committee is cutting sports in all after-school programs. <laughs>